begin the word. And today, I'm using a familiar passage of scripture. And hopefully, you'll get an understanding and see how it specifically relates to our time and this season. I'm going to be reading from Jeremiah chapter 8 using the New King James Version. I'm going to begin reading at verse number 20. The Bible says this, and I'm sure you're familiar with this scripture. The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. For the hurt of the daughter of my people, I am hurt. I am mourning. Astonishment has taken hold of me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is there no recovery for the health of the daughter of my people? Once again, verse 22, is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is there no recovery for the health of the daughter of my people? And today's message, I want to share with you a portion of that scripture. Why then is there no recovery? Father, we thank you for this day and we're grateful for your blessings. Oh God, I ask for the anointing and the unction of the Holy Spirit. Speak that we may hear your voice, give us instruction and direction, and lead us continually as we give you worship and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Ooh, I feel good in the Holy Ghost. Unfortunately, for some, there's a distinction or difference in having faith in God and utilizing medicine and modern care. They say, how can you have faith in God but still believe in doctors and medicine? And somehow by using medicine, going to doctors, or believing in science means you are less a Christian or a believer. Oh, glory to God. I know I might be hitting on some toes right now because traditionally, even in the most conservative churches, Pentecostal tongue-talking churches, we have often put medicine in a distinction that you do not believe God, that you're supposed to have faith only that God is your healer. Now, please understand, I do believe in miracles, and I know God is able to do what we consider the impossible. But you know what? I believe medicine, physicians, hospitals, and modern day treatment, those are all miracles within themselves. I believe God gives to man the insight and the knowledge to find what we can do to save our lives. 
it has to be God who's able to give man the knowledge that even on an operating table, they have machines that will run your blood outside of your body so that they can work on your heart and even replace your heart. Don't tell me that's not a miracle. Hallelujah. And to have various medicines and, and things that will help you even with a headache. How did it happen? Through the miracle of God giving man the insight. I wish somebody would hear me. We as a church and so many others prayed even during this pandemic that one of the things we said was, Lord, speed up the vaccination. Give doctors the insight. Give entrepreneurs the insight. Give the scientists insight that they may be able to find what can be done to stem this particular pandemic. And look what God did. Miraculously, in record time, it was not just man. I believe God infused into doctors and scientists the ability to come together and bring to us what we need. Hallelujah. I do believe in miracles. And I know God is able to do what we consider that even when the doctors say, with all of our knowledge and our ability, we have nothing else that we can do. We then can turn to the great physician, hallelujah, who is able to do beyond what man can do. Oh, glory to God, hallelujah. I wish somebody would give God a praise right now. Medicine is defined as the science or the practice of the diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of disease. And here, this is what I want you to see. Stay with me, stay with me. That while many of you condemn medicine and condemn physicians, we see even in biblical times while of course not as sophisticated as today, they used herbs, figs, and other plants as medicine. <laughs> so before you condemn the use of medicine, it was used throughout the scriptures. It wasn't until about 150 to 200 AD that they began to become more sophisticated with medicine. But even in biblical times, as we read in many instances through the scripture, and I don't have time to break them all down, but we see where they use certain uh, uh, plants. Where did those plants come from? God created the plants. I believe every answer to every disease can be found in the earth. That's why we have to pray with the ability of man that, will, that God will give insight. There's healing of cancer. It's in the earth. I wish somebody would hear me. There's healing of whatever disease. It's in the earth. We gotta pray those that have the ability. God, give them insight. Hallelujah, that's why even holistically we need to turn often to things that are in the earth that'll provide healing. Oh, stay with me, <laughs> glory to God. 
So before you are ready to condemn medicine and even doctors and feel as if you take something that you have less faith, wait, wait, wait. Because we see such is the case with our scripture. Because the question was asked, is there not a balm, look, or healing ointments or medicine in Gilead? <laughs> and he goes on to say, is there no physician or doctors there? You, you, you give you insight in that scripture. The people were not being healed. The people were not recovering. Stay with me, stay with me. So the question was asked, is there not medicine or a balm available in Gilead that the people can be healed? And aren't there physicians or healers in Gilead? And if they're not, and, and the question was being asked facetiously because he then goes on to say, if they're not there, but they are there, so why then are my people not being healed? You see, the question again was facetious. Wait a minute, don't they have balm in Gilead? Don't they have physicians in and, and Gilead, why, why then are not our people being healed? Stay with me. Are there not vaccinations that have been discovered and produced? Uh oh. <laughs> In Kansas, starting tomorrow, <clears throat> everyone who is 16 and over can get a vaccination and even residents in Wyandotte County don't even need an appointment, even though it's still desired, you can just walk in. Because, listen, somebody won't say only the government. It wasn't the government. It was through God that enabled man to recognize how can these vaccinations be produced that normally takes 10 years to produce that was only produced in one year's time. And, and through the ability of, of, of capitalism and other things, they have made the vaccinations available that now there's not an excuse for anyone not being able to get a vaccination. Having doctors and specialists found what could be done to uh, alleviate the harshness of this disease, we've seen that through the studies that they've come up with the understanding, how can you get the disease and still not die? Haven't guidelines been given and science has told us what we must do to be safe? Haven't they told us we still have to wear masks? Haven't they told us we still have to have six feet in distance? Haven't they told us all of these things to keep us safe? Then, if people are not doing this, why are they not being healed? It's because 
they're not adhering or obeying what has been provided for deliverance. Aren't vaccinations available? Aren't physicians available? <laughs> Aren't guidelines available? Then why are people still becoming positive with this disease? And there are those who specifically resist the thought of giving vaccinations. I have heard all kind of crazy things of why people do not want to get a vaccination. And while some might be justifiable for you to see, listen to me, so, uh, what's the reason for not getting them? 500,000 people have died from this disease. <sighs> is there not medicine? Is there not physicians? Why then are my people still dying? Now, let me give the spiritual application. Because the Lord is saying the same thing. Have not I provided my son and gave him as a sacrifice? Have not I from the beginning planned and strategized for there to be a lamb that can be sacrificed that will enable man to be saved from sin? Because sin was the separation, hallelujah, between God and his creation. He then put a plan in place. He said, there's not an animal, there's not a man that can do it only from someone who has no sin can be the sacrifice. So God wraps himself up in flesh, comes to earth in the manifestation as a son. And this is the week that he went through such great turmoil that on Good Friday, they stretched him wide and crucified him. So the Lord is saying today, <laughs> Just like that scripture. Have not salvation been provided through grace that all you have to do is believe? Have not I provided the words of life through the scriptures with instructions and directions how to live upright and holy? Have not I given to you the word of God that gives you example after example and shows you what you must do to be saved? Have not I provided holy men and women who live with integrity, hallelujah, to show you the way and to give instruction? But most of all, have not I even provided the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, the Paracletos, not the one called alongside, but the one who's inside of you to give you directions on how you can still be saved. Even as the adversary, a roaring lion, seeks whom he may devour. God is saying, 
I've done all of this for you. But why then are you still not saved? Is there not a bomb in Gilead? Is there not a, 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 a medicine? Is there not a relief to sin that is in the world today? Hallelujah. He's asking that question, have not I even given my son for your salvation? Have not I been there throughout your entire life that when you should have been cut off, I was there to protect you? Even when you were doing things that you should not have done, and many of you know right now you should be dead, you should be in the grave, but God was there to spare you when you engaged in activity that should have caused you to have AIDS or to have some kind of disease. It was God that protected you. And even when you weren't even thinking about salvation, the hand of the Lord was with you all through your life. And you're still not saved. This is a week, our week of consecration. To, to remind us that God has been with us. Listen, the success that we had, even how God protected us. Remember, he gave us prophetic word that a storm was coming in 2020. He said, prepare for the storm. Stand on the rock. Stand under the blood. Plead for God to cover you. And we throughout 2020 adhered and done what the Lord said to do. And look, God kept his word. We were safe. We were saved. Hallelujah. Because if you trust and obey God's word and his provisions, you'll be delivered. And the Lord is saying, I've done that throughout, not just Kansas, not just the United States, but the entire world. I've given the instructions. I've made the means possible through social media, through television, through all kind of mass media to get the word out. And while the adversary has utilized those specific avenues to, to spread his message, God is saying, I've spread the good news through men and women who are able to share this gospel and testify of God's greatness. Why then are you not saved and some of you who grew up in families that you know is truth that you had men such as deacon to teach and, 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 and cause his entire family to sit and to hear the word of the Lord even as children He's just one example. Through this church, down through the years, there's always been a message of holiness and truth. And while some may have strayed, God always had a word in the house. Some of you who are living right now and you know you're not right. God has said all you have to do is just ask for forgiveness, confess. Why then are you not saved? 
People are not taking advantage or using what has been given for their salvation. They're listening to lies, the lies of the devil. The devil is a lie. And just like we had lies told this past year that has deceived the people and many died not needing to because they didn't adhere, recognizing there was a bomb in Gilead. They listened to lies and, and heard that they would not be done wrong if they didn't do what was right uh, and died listening to lies. And the same thing is happening spiritually. When you listen to the devil and the lies that he's telling you, you don't have to live saved. You don't have to give your life to Christ. You don't have to live godly. Ooh, why then are my people not recovered? from sin and the disease of sin. Hallelujah! Back then, listen, they didn't believe there was not medicine. Today, many don't even believe there's a God. They didn't believe there was a doctor or a physician. Today, they don't believe that there's a salvation or a heaven or a hell. They're listening to lies. Why are my people not recovered? Why are my people not saved? It's because they're not believing and adhering and giving to everything that I provided for them, even the life of my son. God has been good to us. And for that, we give him praise. I pray today that you've got an insight that just like the question was asked, is there no balm in Gilead? Is there not physicians? Why are my people not healed or recovered? And I do believe God is saying, all that I've done for man to be saved, yet, they're dying every day, never even acknowledging or asking for forgiveness, not even requesting repentance. Oh, but I praise God that many of us who understood the message of God and felt him tugging at our heart, that when the call was given, as the magnetic power of Christ was being uh, administered, we followed Christ. Thank God we have a new walk with God. Hallelujah. I've been walking with him now for over 50 years and have no desire to go back. How am I doing it? I'm praying, Lord, keep me under the blood. Hallelujah. Keep me in a place that I'm always adhering to your voice. Let me not get the big head. Let me not think I'm more than what I am. God has been good to us. We should have died. We should have been in jail. We should have lost our minds. How are we here? It's been because of the goodness of God. I wish right now you'd begin to give God a praise. I wish you would give God praise, hallelujah. God is so good to us. He's lifted us, he's taken us from, from faith to faith and we thank him for how he's been a blessing to us. Hallelujah. God is great and he's greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. I say God is great and he's greatly to be praised. Come on.